0: No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What Show with your host, Simply Bree.
1: To be from a male's perspective Um, So our guest this evening Who will be joining us in just a moment Is the one and only Will Mitchell So he will come on and he'll let us know What he thinks and we'll dive More into that I guess that in just a second Now In case you are wondering What in the world Is he said what Well I'm so glad you asked (laughs) Silly you He said what is all about transparency. It's all about the communication between men, women, women and women, men and men. It does not matter what your preference is because at the end of the day, you have to communicate with people regardless. So this show is to help you understand from one person's perspective why, for example, men do and say certain things that they do. And this is strictly from my guests, their own personal perspective. So do not jump up in their DMs and tell them a piece of your mind because it takes a lot to come onto this platform and be transparent. It takes a lot to come on and face the the pressure from everything that men have to go through. And this is why it's important for us women to take a seat and listen to what it is that they have to say, because, I mean, how else are we going to know, okay? A woman can't speak from a male's perspective. So get your popcorn, okay? Get your glass of moscato, a little bubbly, and definitely give us a call. The number is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number one. That way we'll know that you have something to say, and we'll bring you up and you can join in on the discussion. Now, I do have some homework for you guys. We are currently running a promo special for the month of June on ads and commercials. So if you are a business owner or an entrepreneur and you are interested in having your services, your products aired on our shows, we have seven of them. We have two visuals, so that's streaming on YouTube. So if you want to put together a visual commercial, go ahead and send us an email. That email address is going to be info at He Said What network.com. Make sure you um, put in the subject line ads or commercials so that we know what it is that you're sending your information for. Also, make sure you go to our YouTube channel, and that's He Said What Radio Network, and subscribe. That way, you will get notifications on upcoming shows, upcoming special events, special guests. Uh, giveaways, all of that. So make sure that you guys are hitting the bell, subscribing to the He Said What Radio Network YouTube channel, and uh, showing your love and your support. Also, follow us on Instagram. The uh, IG handle is He Said What Radio. You can also follow Simply Sports, and that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E underscore sports, and that's S-P-O-R-T-V. then you can also follow me. And my handle is simply brief. so it's underscore, S-I-M-P-L-E-E, B-R-E-E, and then another underscore. So now that we got the homework out of the way, I know you guys are ready to jump in there. The next guest is the one and the only, Will Mitchell. Let's go ahead and give him a round of call. Well, good evening. How are you doing tonight? I'm
2: well. How are you doing?
1: I am awesome. I am eager. I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, um, I'm like a, an emotional jambalaya. I'm just ready to see okay. what you have to share with us when it comes to the fears. So, men do, of course, have fears when it comes to dating, um, especially currently. What would you say? Uh, the number one fear in in your eyes could possibly be from a male's perspective when it comes to dating women?
2: Oh, man. One of the number one fears would probably be honesty.
1: Are mm. they being,
2: like, truly honest in their intentions, what they really want? Is this really your phone number? Are you really going <laughs> to call me? You see what I did there? Um, I did. But, no, but, no, but seriously, Um. Honesty, like, I mean, and here's the thing, you know, guys are vulnerable too. Like, we, we try to act like, you know, hey, guys are not supposed to be emotional, not show their feelings, at that, that, and the third. Hey, man, we don't like rejection, you know? Oh. So, honesty, like, one of the biggest cheers would, would be honesty in, in, in my eyes and from conversations that I've had with other guys.
3: Oh.
1: So, okay, I I can see that. because um, so yeah, men don't like rejection just as much as women don't like rejection. Um, the whole phone number thing, like, let's just start there, because mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out this whole game. Like, if a woman gives you her phone number, why do some guys wait a certain amount of days before they actually reach out to her? Oh, man, because of this
2: preconceived notion that you can't come off desperate. You know, like, you know, somebody said somewhere that it's not cool to let somebody know that you like them right away. And the majority of people, unfortunately, I'm going to say this, and it may not be the popular opinion and some people don't want to hear. We deal with a lot of sheep and not a lot of leaders. You know, we deal with people who follow trends versus standing in their own and being their own person. If mm-hmm. you truly feel a certain way about something, won't you react based off of that versus what society has conditioned to believe what you should be doing? Right. So the, a long-winded answer to your question is don't want to come off being a simp. Don't want to come off being weak, desperate, thirsty. Insert adjective. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what? That's simple. word. I've heard that a lot this week. Um, who created that
2: like, what? what is to yourself? Like, well, from, you know, the Urban Dictionary would tell you that somebody who, you know, is, is a, a sucker, someone who, you know, will do anything and don't care what they get in return, someone who is easy. Hmm. Hmm. But that's, it's, a, it's such a broad statement and misinterpreted so much when – like, let's just keep it in, let's just keep it on you. If mm-hmm. I see someone I like, I approach her, I let her know, and I show interest in that, how is that viewed negative?
4: Because somebody right.
2: has made you think that that's a negative thing. Oh, man, you're acting thirsty. Well, how do you let somebody know that you're interested? Right. Like, how do you go as far as, I mean, now we live in this, this world and this time where, you know, hey, you got to have consent to do everything. Um, so maybe you can't be as persistent as in the past, but Mm -hmm. ultimately if I like her, I should let her know that I shouldn't try to play it cool and let somebody else slide in Rico slide in and all of a sudden I didn't miss my opportunity. Right. You know, some exotic dude, long flowing, beautiful dreadlocks, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, tattoo on his neck, speak three different languages. And here I am. I had my opportunity. If I just would have showed her that I was interested, I let the mm-hmm. door stay open for three days. Rico then bought her two drinks, and it's a wrap for
1: Will. Right. <laughs> that is so true. Rico with the full beard and the yeah. pretty nice teeth and the nice manicured nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to the gym seven days out of the week,
2: you know what I'm saying, eating mm-hmm. nothing but kale and drinking water every day. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. So so yeah, I, I feel like, you know, one of the fears that I, I see is just, just being honest. And I really right. feel like that honesty works both ways though, man, because guys are not being honest with themselves.
3: Yeah. Like Ooh. I honestly
2: feel like my and I know I'm going off the rails just a little, mm-hmm. but I will say this. Men we control so much in the dating world that we relinquish our power because we are not true to ourselves.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm.
2: I honestly feel like if you were in a dating world and you showed you let this woman know that you're interested in her and she has the same amount of interest or some form of hidden return, then you mm-hmm. guys would
3: be good. Right. You
2: take control of that situation in a positive way. I'm not saying in a negative way in any way, but you letting her know, hey, I'm interested in you. I would like to spend time. How can we continue to do this?
3: Right. We're
2: caught up so much in not being honest with ourselves because of what society has conditioned us to believe that we should do because if we do anything different, then we might be viewed as a simp, a sucker, mm-hmm. weak, thirsty, right. you know?
3: So yeah. I think
2: the honesty works both ways. And, you know, for me, once I – because I'm no longer dating, but I when mm-hmm. I did that, because I'm married, I found my wife, and it was with that approach. Mm-hmm. You know, that approach was, look, I don't want to play games. She didn't want to play games. When mm-hmm. she was honest, I was honest. We weeded through a lot of the BS that you. it takes so long to get through um, if you go about it the traditional way or the way that society, the popular way. You know? Right. So I think it's honesty. I mean, honesty is a fear. When I was out there, I was afraid that, you know, this lady's not being honest with me.
3: Mm-hmm. She's not
2: uh, getting a divorce from her husband. She's mm-hmm. staying with her husband.
3: Right.
2: Right. You know, uh, a homegirl is not really a homegirl. That's somebody she's dating. You know, so it's mm-hmm. honesty. Yeah. Like, it, we live in a time where people really are not truly transparent, and that, that, that's a fear.
1: Right. Mm, speaking of transparency, um, that, that was a really, really good answer because, like you said, if you cannot be honest with yourself first, first and foremost, that's the most important thing because you have people who They know, okay, well, i got to pay my rent, but I don't want her to think that, you know, I don't have money, so let me take her to the most expensive restaurant there is and and buy her a dish so that she thinks that I can maintain her lifestyle. And it's like, well, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. What's wrong with saying that you can't afford it, first off? Like, what's wrong with being vulnerable? Everybody has to be vulnerable at some point, somehow going into – the next question, financial concerns. Do men really, really have this this cloud over them where they will not entertain a relationship unless they're financially stable or where they want to be in life?
2: Absolutely. Um, to a degree. Okay. To a degree. And I think um, I don't want to get too long into it, but my – my take on that in general is that men have pride. That's what Mm -hmm. makes, you know, you know, a a man, a man in certain situations, like you show pride in your work, in your job, in your kids, in your, in your wife, in yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to cut that off or tone it down in some situations, you know, like realistically right. you could be in a a situation where um she makes more money than you right, right. and that is a is is an insecurity because you are taught to provide and protect you know, and I can't really provide because you don't really you don't need me for that you know right. and it's i'm sorry it's a, i'm in the middle of a thunderstorm i hope that hit okay. um. No, you're fine. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's a whole, it's a process of knowing self, getting comfortable with self, being honest with yourself and having an open communication with the person that you're thinking about dating. Like, let me just come to to grips with, okay, I'm not going to make $300,000 a year. She's an attorney and I'm a real estate agent. So, okay, I need to just accept that this is what it is. And she clearly doesn't want me for my bread. Mm-hmm. You know, she's with me because she wants to be with me. But it's hard to cut that off because this is how we're wired. This is what I, we're wired like this from from birth. When it's, This is what a man does. And then mm-hmm. it just gets continue to get pushed in you through the media, through through print, through music, through song. You know, these right. the things that you hear. You know, I was just listening to – uh, the radio was in songs, like, I don't want no scrub. I'm not going to date a dude who I see as a scrub. Man, that could be a broad statement, like, okay, well, this dude's trying to get his business off the ground, but he still can't, to your point, take me to the most expensive restaurant. He may feel lessened in that situation,
3: right. you know? So, yeah.
2: that, a long-winded answer to your question, I, I honestly feel like um, yes, it does, but again, I, for me, I, I, I pulled back and put a lot of the blame on the guys, because we control those narratives. We have control over having that open conversation with that person and letting them know, like, "Look, I'm comfortable in my skin. This is where mm-hmm. I'm at. This is what I want to do. I'm just not there yet."
1: Right? You know? Yeah. Mhm. Mmm. That's listen. Let me go ahead and give you your um, applause, sir. So, <laughs> Thank you. And so. And piggybacking off of, you know, just being able to put yourself out there and being vulnerable, we also have to consider the next fear, infidelity. Now, when it comes to getting into a relationship with someone and, you know, you open up, you become vulnerable to this person and you're transparent and you have your emotions on the line. How does infidelity in the mind of men play a role in relationships?
3: Um,
2: that's a very good question. Um, man, wow. I would say honestly that guys just want to be your everything. Like, I, mm-hmm. I want to do it for you. You know, mm-hmm. and the moment I feel like I'm no longer doing it for you or you don't let me know that I'm doing it for you, then that creeps into your head. You know, right. you start thinking that, well, I could be replaced or I she got the itch that I'm not scratching, I'm not satisfying, not just sexually satisfying, but, you know, mentally mm-hmm. satisfying her, stimulating her because, again, I do understand that. You know, everyone don't respond to, the, you know, the physical uh, approach that a guy may have. They're attracted to, you know, the way he moves, the way he talks, how he makes me feel. And if I'm not doing those things and I, and I feel in my heart that you haven't convinced me that I'm doing those things, then, yeah, that creeps in your head. Absolutely right. it does. That, mm-hmm. okay, at any moment that she can bounce or right. she 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 is maybe not even on some um, physical cheating, emotionally cheating on me, right? you know, where she, you know, is having conversations with Rico. She's talking about these things that she's not sharing with me. And, you know, I'm being in the dark, I'm in the dark in it. So it, it definitely plays a part because in the, in the, in the meat and potatoes of it all. Yeah. There are people out there who don't let certain things affect. We all get into relationships. I think for one common denominator and that's companionship. Right. You know, if you're truly in a relationship, I want I, I want to be with this person. And I want this person to, you know, to quote Marvin Gaye, want me the way I want you. Uh-huh. You know, I want you yeah. to want me the way I want you.
1: Mm. He up here dropping the gems, y'all. Listen, you guys who who are listening to so well, please, 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 definitely give us a call and let us know what you think of what was said thus far The phone number is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number one, and that way we know to bring you up. Um, It's very interesting that you say, uh, you know, when a woman, she has an itch, and the guy's just not, he's not doing it. Sometimes women can make men aware of what it is that we need help with or what it is that we need you guys to change with, and mm-hmm. just have a fucking attitude. Like, you know, if she going to cheat, she's going to cheat regardless. Like True. how do we as women help encourage men to adapt or to modify that way of thinking so that we don't step out?
2: Wow. Excellent question. Um, uh, and to be and to be completely, uh, it is again. I know I sound like a broken record. It falls back on guy, because uh-huh. if you're now 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 let me say this. I will say this much. She needs to be clear. Now, mm-hmm. if you know your guy and you know how to communicate with your guy, because we all communicate differently. Some people need different words, different things, different ways to move their needle. I know when I speak to my wife how. This is what's going to get her attention. So let me get her attention this way. So at the end of the day, if I come back to say a task, said situation, I mentioned, no, 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 we spoke about it, and I made sure that I spoke to you in a manner that I knew you heard me. So mm-hmm. my, what I would challenge or maybe suggest, if you know your guy and how to communicate with him, make it clear to him that way.
3: Mm-hmm. However
2: that looks for him, make it clear for him in that way that, look, sweetie, and, and and to be honest with you, a lot of guys respond to cut and dry, black and white. I need mm-hmm. this. I I know you don't want me to do, and I'm not saying I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I want to insert whatever that may be. I me, mean, where I need to be. I need to, this is where I, I want to be here, Keith. Let's just use Keith as an example. Okay. I want to be here, Keith. So Keith, keep me here, and this is what I need. Give me. I'm giving you the blueprint of what to do. I'm giving you the plays to run to win the game. And he okay. it's up to him to run the plays. If he doesn't run the play, then he don't want to win.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, so for me, I feel like whatever that way is, you need to communicate to your guy because, again, mm-hmm. everyone's different, and you know how to talk to that guy.
3: In your heart of
2: heart, you know, that if I say this, this is what's going to get his blood boiling.
3: Then mm-hmm. say it.
2: get his attention. <laughs> And then at the end of the day, if you know, you can go back, and I, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a firm believer in. I can go back, have, have the court reporter lady pull the minute. Hey, what did <laughs> I say right there? Right on June on June 17th, 6:35, Will said this. Okay, mm-hmm. I said mm-hmm. it. You decided not to do anything. Now where we, this is where we are, so let's do something about it because I don't want to step out because mm-hmm. the fear of stepping out, like I mean for. And I had this i had this conversation on my show. It's so uh-huh. different for guys than it is for women because of the act itself. It's like you go in. It's not even on an urge. It's more of an emotional connection. A lot of times, of course, I'm sure urge plays a part, but it's emotional connection that strays you away to make you even want to get in the bed with Rico, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to stay connected. You know, the guy has to stay connected, like be invested emotionally into this. No, I don't want to do all that, but, dude, what's the alternative? Mm-hmm. I keep it simple for my guys who I call in, who call into my show, who I have conversations with. I keep it simple. Hey, man, look, what's the alternative? You either win the game or you lose the game, right? right. You want to win, right? So this is what you do to win the game. Oh, you, you want to be a loser. So tell me now so I know how to channel my my, my, my emotions in this conversation for you. If you fine. want to lose, fine. That's fine. This is what you're going to do, and you're going to be a loser in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Just know that. Don't come to me with, oh, no, 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 you're a loser. But if you want to win, <laughs> if you want to win, my guy, this is what you got to do. Lock in. Hey, if she's sitting watching insert show, hey, show some interest in that show. Is she reading whatever that book may be? You may not even care about literature. Ask mm-hmm. about that book. You know, read the first couple pages. Meet the last page in the book. Read it. Listen to her read it if she reads the book. Whatever her interest is, show a little bit.
0: I guarantee
2: right. you that that lady is going to see, you know what? Damn. All right. He's giving me something right now. Mm-hmm. I see, okay, baby. Okay, I, I got you. Now let me show a little more interest in you. And maybe the things you're asking for, You know, I know we're not supposed to do stuff with looking for something in return, but, damn, sometimes we do. Right. Right. It's an investment. You're making an investment long-term in this relationship. Your return on your investment may not be right away, Mm -hmm. but you will get a return on that investment. So make your investment in that. Build some equity. You know, sit back, Mm -hmm. okay, chilling, you know, let me listen to you, girl, what you got going on? Oh word, that's what's up. Yeah, I don't like her neither. Whatever
4: it
3: is, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't like her either. And and sometimes that's all she wants you to do. Yeah,
2: you know. So fine. So that's that's my that's my advice. You know, for the for for the woman out there who we like. Well, I want. I got this guy who's like, well, damn, you're gonna do what you're gonna do anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, break. Have that conversation. Look, I don't, but I don't want to. I want you here. This is what I want from you. I don't want this from someone else. Now, be Mm -hmm. let's be clear. Now, do you want to give me this? Because now we can we can make now the conversation can take a different route. Do you yes or no want to give me this? Well, yes. If you do, then let's do it. If you don't, now I know, and now I can move accordingly. I can stop wasting my time, and you can get with Mm -hmm. somebody who's cool with this half-ass situation that you want to give. Bam, that's it. Because. Because I'm big on half-ass. I don't like half-ass. I like whole-ass. Give me whole-ass. I want both cheeks. I don't want one cheek. I want both cheeks.
3: Oh, my God. Don't
2: half-ass me. I'm not (laughs) going to half-ass you. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And if you call me on my half-ass, then guess what? You're going to get whole-ass on that. You're right. You know what? You're right. I was half-assing. You deserve better. Let me give you both cheeks. (laughs)
1: Okay. Both cheeks. I can't with
2: you. That that's a good way. To,
1: that's a good way to put it. Look, you want both cheeks or you want a half cheek? What what you want?
2: What you want? Tell me what you want.
1: Yeah, I think people need to be okay having these type of conversations and understand that. Guess what? Sometimes it's not going to go in your favor, and that's okay. Like you're not going to always have the answers, and I feel like that could put a lot of pressure on men and create an anxiety all in itself because some men feel like. They should come off like they have it all figured out. They're strong enough right. for the both of us. And in right. reality, they're dealing with personal issues that are affecting the relationships, but they don't want to come out and and tell that. So how can we, as women, like basically rub your shoulder and say it's okay if you don't have the answers? It's okay if you are not as strong as you feel you should be for the both of us. That that's okay. Um. Well,
2: what has worked for some of the guys in my circle and even for myself would be the the team approach. I use a lot of sports analogies to make my points. I try to keep it simple. The team right. approach. Like there's gonna there was several nights where Jordan did not feel like being Jordan, but he surrounded himself with a uh, with team with a team that picked up in certain areas. Uh-huh. I got you. I truly got your back. Don't worry about it. You know why? Because I know on any other night, you will be straight. You got us. You may not have this one, but I got you right now. So I would say the team approach and really try to get them to not bring down those walls because a lot of times, and this is fault of, to, to the guy, we we build this narrative. And we we paint this picture, and the, and the lady and the woman is pretty much going along with what you gave her. Like, mm-hmm. you coming across this way, and this is no fault of mine. If you came out and be like, you know what, I'm afraid of the dark. She might laugh at you this, that, and third, but guess what? If she decides to be with you, she's going to respect the fact that you are, you're afraid of the dark, you know? You didn't come off like you're not afraid of the dark, and she's not understanding. Well, why is he always jumping when it's dark, you know? You are being vulnerable with her, and I use the of "the dark" as a very weak example of what mm-hmm. some of those situations could possibly be, on what the guy may not have together. Be it, my credit score is not where it needs to be, Well, she's always mm-hmm. wondering, why do you always call this this cash? Well, so I know he got a job, but he ain't selling drugs. Why he got all this money? Well, he can't buy nothing with his credit, so he buy everything cash, but he ain't told her. You know,
4: I'm mm-hmm. trying to work
2: on my credit, like what, whatever that situation may be. If you, again, come into this and you peel back that layer, you take off that armor when you finally decide, this is the person that I want to spend time with and I want this to grow to something else or I'm in something long-term and shame on you right now if you haven't taken off that armor because you should have taken off that armor with this lady so she can see the real you so she knows how to move about. Mm -hmm. You know She doesn't know how to move about with you if you're going around acting like it don't hurt. Right. My, I, my wife knows. Like, look, I, I and I'm not ashamed to tell anyone. I am six five two sixty. But if I see a father son moment on TV, I'm glassing up. <laughs> I, I'm glassing up. Yeah. Those moments touch me. I had a very I I had a very great stepdad and my father. I am close with them. My sons adore me, and I adore the relationship that we have. So I see myself on both sides as a dad and as a kid when I see those moments. And I told mm-hmm. my wife, I don't care. When I see those moments, you you don't even look my way. I'm glassing uh-huh. up. I'm going. And I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I take that armor off. Like, look, don't expect for me to be in situations like this and, were well, you okay? No, you know I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay here. I don't Got have you. it together in this moment. I won't have it together. I'm not running around here boo But it gets to me to where, like, man, you know what? Ooh, that's touching. They got you boy. I'm touched right here. So I, I use that example as I let my I take my armor off with the people in my circle that I trust and love and most importantly, the number one person is my wife, and she knows where look, you know you can use this against me if you ever wanted to be vindictive. And that's fine. I don't care.
4: Right. But you
2: also know you got this information to protect me and to have my back on the days where I can't score forty. I, I I don't I don't have it in this one, babe. You the expert. I need you to take the lead on this one. I can fall back.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: that's because I have painted this picture she knows how to move about. A lot of guys right. don't do that. And women are led 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 astray. You know, like, oh my God, I didn't know you didn't why'd you never tell me this? Right. Well, I ain't want you to think this Well, I'm in it, dude. Like I'm here with you.
4: Like mm-hmm. what are you
2: doing right now? So my advice or what I would suggest would be, you know, the team atmosphere. Really be like, look, I got you. Like, we, we end it together. We will figure it out. There's a yeah. way. There's resources. We can figure this out together if you want to. Again, it all comes down to one. Right. For me, for me, I know you got, you know, questions, but I, like, I want to get this off because this is a really good one for me.
3: Uh-huh. Life
2: is about, it's like, it's about skill or will. Is it a skill that I need to acquire or is it a matter of will and me getting up and getting it done? Mm-hmm. Right? This would be a, a matter of will. Do you want to do this together with okay. us? Yes. This is not a skill you need to acquire. You don't need to know how to work with somebody. You know, like, okay. I, the right from wrong is, okay, I should probably talk to you about the stuff I can't do so you we can mm-hmm. work through it. Like, okay, so let's do it. Right. So my advice would be that. Like, just take the team approach. Don't try to, because, I mean, again, it's already a situation where I, I, I look at it like this. Do I look fat in these jeans? Does this dress make me look fat? Right now, you're being vulnerable. You don't want me to now dig in on you being overweight. No. Right? You don't want me to do that. So I'm being vulnerable and tell you right now, baby, I don't have the best credit. But right now, baby, um, I I get emotion when I see father-son moments. Now I don't need you to be like, you know, we'll cry every time. You see, whole punk, he cried every time he see a daddy father-son moment on TV. That's not what I need. I'm being vulnerable right now. I need for you to understand, and I'm sharing this with you. I'm taking off this armor so you can see me as who I am.
4: So Mm -hmm. when we take
2: this approach as being a team, he's being vulnerable or she's being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Hey, let me foster an environment where you feel comfortable with me, and you continue to be vulnerable because I don't want you to shut Mm -hmm. that down. I don't want you to take that away. I want you to continue to share these little things with me so I can get to know you better, so I can move and navigate through the waters of our relationship
1: safely. Mm -hmm. Boom! Listen, so, so you're trying to get all my little my little applause tonight. Listen, <laughs> that's will come through. Thank then. you. So that was awesome. So you guys who are listening, in uh, case you just now tuning, you're listening to He Said What with the girl simply <laughs> Bree, and tonight's guest we have the one and only Will Mitchell with uh, from Will Talks podcast. What we're gonna do? Um, we are discussing dating and the greatest fears uh, when dealing with women from a male's perspective. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then when we return, we will definitely kick it off where we left off. So the phone number, in case you guys want to interact with Will and myself, if you have questions, you have you want to piggyback on something that he said, the phone number is 515-602-9647. We will be right back. You guys stay tuned.
2: What's up? This one Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said
4: What Radio Network. Hey, I want to introduce you to something new, a new social media app for black and brown people of color, as well as non-black people who love and support the black community. The Melanin Peoples app is designed for individuals, entrepreneurs, and organizations can promote their brands to the community. This app was designed to promote our culture, our hard work, our resilience, our legacy, our brands, our products, our services, our organizations, our businesses. You can tell stories of your favorite places in Africa, South Africa, West Africa, East Africa, Asia, West Indies, and the Caribbean. This is how it works. Step 1. Create your profile, personal, or business. Step two, complete your profile. Step three, create your first post. Step four, click explore and find new people to follow. Step five, have a product, service, skill, and talent you want people to find. Upload images and videos to your profile. For products, add your sales file, a backlink to your website, sales page, or online business destination. Enjoy your new community. melanin people, connected people of color. We'll be right back.
3: we
1: You've tuned into He Say What with your girl Simply Bree and our guest Will Mitchell. Tonight we're talking about dating and the greatest fears when dealing with women. And that track that you just heard was Stay Inside by Davis Chris and Mr. Foster featuring A Money Boo. So, fear, fear, fear. Um, what, when it comes to um, the selection, the process of selecting the right woman, I know that that can be a bit scary for men because the last thing that you want to do is be tied down to the wrong chick. And (laughs) it ain't even got to be marriage. It can be having a baby, the wrong one. It's still a lifetime commitment. So how does uh, the selection process work? when you're looking for your ideal wife, not girlfriend, because anybody can be a girlfriend, but the wife, the one that you say, okay, I'm going to commit to just this one person. How does that selection process work through the eyes of a man?
2: Oh, man. Um, there's a lot of things that go into to play. You know, we have, you know, there's different types of guys. We have, you know, the... Superficial guy. We got the guy mm-hmm. who a little more deeper. Um, of course, superficial guy. And, and let me say this: even the guy who's a little deeper still wants somebody he's attracted to. Okay. Mm-hmm. So of course, so looks and you know uh, body type and shape, all of that plays definitely plays somewhat of a part. Is it a determining factor ultimately? No, it's not the biggest part of the pie chart. If we were doing a mm-hmm. pie chart, um, but it plays. Um, Somewhat of uh, a part, but you want to you want to have someone who you can have not just surface conversations with. You know that starts it. Once you get past, okay, you're talking to me about the things that are important to you and what moves your needle in life. Now we're now we can find common threads, common bonds, and you start looking at her in a different light. But now it's like, okay, she's opening up to. So you want to have someone who has the qualities who who can open up and be honest, and that's where we started off with honestly being a fear because a lot of people don't really come off as being honest. They give you, as you probably have heard, the representative. Their representative uh-huh. stays around quite, quite some, sometimes quite long. Like you don't really really get to see that person um, until maybe later on, and at this point you maybe already have a kid with them or uh, uh-huh. <laughs> whatever the case may be. So. Um, but some of the qualities in that selection process, I mean, to to say it's a selection process, you I mean, I would, I would say, you know, really getting to know someone and that person being comfortable with you, and now mm-hmm. you get to put her in a different area. She's no longer mm-hmm. that person that you just see on the weekends or just that person that you kick it when it's a concert or, you know, y'all get together when y'all both got an urge. Now right. she, she's, He's the person you introduce people to, like, you know, hey, you know, this is, you know, Pam, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, now Pam it's like Pam been around a while. What's going on with Pam? Wow. Now me and Pam me and Pam are starting to have deeper conversations. I'm really getting to know who Pam is and it's starting to align with some of the things that are important to me. So that selection process, it's like what's important to that guy if that person aligns with it? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's different for everyone. There's no, of course, universal, but ultimately, we want to be able to. At the end of the day, I honestly feel like guys just want to be able to take their armor off around that person.
3: Mm-hmm. They want to
2: be able to trust that person is not going to make them feel bad for crying when they see a Father Son moment on TV. Right. You know, that they're not going to make them feel bad because, oh, you're to be. You know, that you could take your armor off and be like, this is who I am. You accept me for who I am. And now right. let's go be, get better together. You know, right. I want to be better with you. So for right. me, you know, that process looks like, I mean, how do you make me better?
3: You know, right.
2: how do you make me better? Not what you offer financially, but how do you inspire me to be better without having to say, well, I want you to go and get three degrees? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I want you to go and buy me this or get me this. And I don't want to do these things. No, not you saying those things, just your presence, just how you move.
1: You right. know? Right. Gotcha. Okay, so we actually do have a caller that's live with us, caller. Um, what is your name, and where are you calling from?
0: Oh, this it me. Uh, this is this is B from from Houston.
1: Hey, B. How's it going?
0: Hey, how you doing? Doing all right. Kind of sick, so that's why my voice is like this.
1: Uh oh. Okay, that's
0: good. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: do you have a question, or did you have something to say in response to uh, what we said on the show tonight?
0: Yeah. Um, so basically, um, to touch base on something that that the gentleman said a little while ago, when you when you do think that you've created that team environment, right,
3: mm-hmm. and
0: you you do become vulnerable with a specific person, and say for example, it's not the first time that you you've created a team environment and become vulnerable with with an individual with, with several people, right? But every time that you do open up and you feel like you have that safe environment with that person it fails, right?
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um, for example, my situation, I, I, I was married, still am married, separated right now, right? Uh-huh. And I, I thought that we had that that bond, but it seems like women have a way of letting outside influences play a role in their relationship, uh-huh. whether it be social media or, or friends or jealous coworkers. That's always – been a factor with with people that I've dated or people that I've been involved with. So my question, I guess, is once you have created that environment several times and it's failed each time, how do you get back on the horse, you know, Uh, back in the saddle? Like how do you trust a woman again? And just like you guys said earlier, how men may put on a veil financially and say, oh, I can do this, I can afford this. Women do the same thing emotionally emotionally. And, and they'll say, oh, I'm going to be there for you through this, this, that. Well, we, I got you. I got you. We're going to do this together. We're going to grow together. We're going to build together. But then they create maybe like a uh, an unreachable timeline to get to a status that they want to be at. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And then and then mm-hmm. once the woman is scorned, it's over with. You know, basically, they're going to let other people in emotionally, all this, all that. So how cool. do you trust, again, when you've been scorned so many times? Oh. Well wow. I'll let so you go that first. With
2: this one. That, I'll let you you go, go first? first with that one. Okay. Um wow, lots to unpack, but just to answer that 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 particular question directly, um, learning from stumbling. We have mm-hmm. to learn from our mistakes. We have to learn from falling. Just because I you fail doesn't mean you don't want to walk anymore. Right, you, you want to get back on the horse. If that's the you know the metaphor we're using, you want to get back right. on the horse. Um, how why did I fall? What, how did he buck me off the horse? How did I fall off of this horse? So ultimately, um, learning from um, falling and applying that that information that you that you gathered from all of the previous situations that you had in life to where you are now. And, again, ultimately, it's going to come down to the other person, trusting, because you know what you bring. But just be so mm-hmm. sure in self, like, hey, look, I'm putting it out there, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And if it doesn't, it won't be because for my sports analogies I like to use, it won't be because KD didn't score 48 points. We lost this game, but it wasn't <laughs> because of me. Right. I did what I was supposed to do. So that would be my uh, just a little bit. I don't know, you know, a lot of the story, but from what you're saying, as far as dealing with situations where you've been burnt, you know, you fell off the horse, but you you want to date women, you don't want to date men, I'm assuming. So, um, <laughs> you, um, you you want to get back on the horse, you want to get back out there, but you don't want to be so guarded to where no one gets to know you because now you're not right. being yourself, you know. Right, right. So, so that that would be that would be my two cents, whatever it's worth.
1: Okay. okay. That's pretty really good too. Um, very good question, B. Thank you so much for even asking that. Um oh, I think God. a lot of people go through being burnt and and overly cautious about getting back out there because you don't want the same thing to happen again. So, like, we'll say you have to take a look back. You're like you have to step back and take a look and figure out why did it happen in the first place? Why did I have to tell someone the same thing several times. That's just like a child. When you talk to a child, you shouldn't have to continue to repeat yourself. So now, you have to take a look at, okay, well, how am I delivering this information? Maybe the love languages weren't the same. Maybe you weren't speaking that person's love language, or they weren't comprehending, um, you know, accordingly. So, Mm -hmm. I think in the future, that's definitely something that you want to take into consideration when you do go back out and date, because I don't care with nobody, so ain't nobody dying with a bunch of cats, okay? You're going to go out and date. You're going to get tired, and you're going (laughs) to date. So when you do, you just make sure that you have the proper armor, and you pay attention to the signs. Don't wash it off as, oh, they didn't know. Because some people, when they show you who they are, you got to believe it. There is no message to it. You have to go with your gut instinct. And a lot of the times, we're in denial because everything else seems so perfect about that person. But in the long run, that one thing is the deal breaker. So you have Mm -hmm. to stick to what it is that you like, what you don't like, what you're willing to compromise with. If you're compromising more than anything, then you may have to look at this person again and see, "Is, is, is this person really the one that I want to settle down with? Because if I have to compromise and we're not even married and I'm, I'm, Throwing everything away, Mm -mm, no, that's not going to work. But like I said, just take your time when you do get out there and understand that every woman is not the same. Just because your marriage didn't work doesn't mean that no relationship going forward is ever going to work. Because if you go into a closed-minded with that, then that's what you're going to get. So you got to be open-minded and open-hearted at the end of the day. And that's just my too funny. Oh, I Quite appreciate good.
3: it. Give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> I don't know. How to say,
1: I guess go ahead and give myself a round of applause. <laughs> so, um, but thank you so much, um, B. I hope you feel better, too, because this is, like, the worst time to be sick It's the summertime goes, uh-uh. That uh, most definitely. <laughs> All
0: right, well, I appreciate you guys.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for calling. All right, in. man. Yeah, thanks All for
0: calling, right, man. Of course, of course. bye
1: So, Will, man, listen, one last thing that I am going to ask you, this is okay. like the million-dollar question right here, commitment. commitment. okay. The fear of commitment, because there's a fear mm-hmm. of, of saying, okay, I found this one chick, she may not be – the baddest chick in the land, she may not be the Beyonce and all of this stuff, but she's my Beyonce. How do they take that step and actually commit all the way, you know, go through with the exclusiveness, go through with the you're the only person that I want to be dating right now. How do they get from it just being a thought to following through with it, with their actions?
2: Okay, <laughs> really good question. Okay, um, usually this is just the truth. The woman in the relationship puts the screws to the guy, and like, mm-hmm. and she will ask him, "What are we doing? What are we doing here?" And that means, "What are we doing? Are we? Am I still seeing other people? Are you still seeing other people? What are we doing?" And in that point, that's when that guy says to himself, damn, don't want to give up all this other sex and just have sex with just one person. Mm-hmm. Okay, Because <laughs> that's what she's asking me right now. She's saying, you got to stop seeing these other women because I mm-hmm. just want it to be me and you. So initially, and I will say this, a lot of guys say what they think the woman wants to hear because they're afraid of losing. No one wants to lose. I got what I consider a good thing. I spent all this time with you. We've reached a point to where you Feel like, what are we doing? And ask, clearly, I enjoy being with you. So, mm-hmm. initially, a lot of guys are going to probably say what they think the woman wants to hear. Oh, well, I cut them all off. Or I do this. Or whatever the case may be, whatever she's asking for. But if he initiates it, and most times, I and from personal experience, as well as conversational I've had then he's already made that mind up that, look, I've already got rid of all these other ones. I just want to be with this one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm cool with taking the next step and seeing where this goes with this one. And it depends on how fast. Like some people need a little bit more time. You know, right. some people, some people like, well, I mean, we really ain't spent two months together. And you won't, and it ain't even been two consecutive months. It's been like every other weekend type situation. Now you ask me what we doing. I'm like, well, shit, we still dating, <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's we so to answer your question, I mean, there's no course, one answer that fits all, but I think initially what happens there is the fear of commitment for a guy comes from do I really want to stop being a bachelor or dating? Mm -hmm. Am I really ready to be with this, the only person, have to deal with just this one person versus, oh, you say no? Oh, you you don't want to kick it? Cool. I can just pick up my phone, get in my car, go to someone else's house, go meet somebody else. No big deal. Do you want to put all that away and now be like I'll sit in this house with you? Yeah. The it's down mm-hmm.
3: I want. <laughs> So
2: I would say the fear of commitment comes from that. It's not that you don't want to be. Of course you wanna be, but do is it's just the one person that you're ready to be with.
3: Right. And once
2: you reach that point, then there's no fear. Like I don't have a fear to commit. Um like, cool, I decided to be with you. I'm with it. Let's do it. Yeah. It's cool. So that's, for me, I, I hope I answered your question. Yeah, you did. Because, okay, okay. Because okay. I get a little long-winded. I can kind of go off the rails real easy if you have No, you already. are
1: fine. You are fine. That was awesome, man. This was a, an amazing, amazing episode, amazing show. And uh, you definitely brought, Answers that I feel women Could really benefit from hearing And men can resonate With so once again We're going to go ahead and clap those hands Together Well can you yeah. <laughs> Yes, so welcome So within our last couple of minutes Before we wrap up the show Please I want you to let everybody know What it is that you have going on How can they reach out to you and support you And how can they collaborate with you Wow,
2: wow, well, thank you. Well, I, on you know Instagram, the good old Graham, that's going to be uh, We'll Talk Podcast. You can follow me there. Um, I'm also a realtor here in Houston, Ooh. so that's Mitchell Holmes, MitchellHomeGroup.com. Um You can send me an email at we we'll the number 10, at gmail.com. Um, as far as things I got going on right now, I'm working on a series called Two Americas. Oh, okay. basically where, where there is perspectives from, you know, black um, America and white America, one situation, and we sit down and we have a conversation about that. Okay. I'm working on the third, part three of that. Um, mm-hmm. and that, that should be out probably this weekend, this coming weekend, rather. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's how you get at me. Um, if you want to collaborate, you can follow me there. You can just send me a message. Uh, through Instagram or um, at the uh, email address that I provided. All
1: right. Awesome. That's great. Well, I appreciate having you on, and uh, definitely you will be returning back to this network soon, sir, so don't you go too far, okay?
2: Fantastic. Well, I enjoyed the conversation as well, and I'm always open, so you know where to find us.
1: All right. So we'll go ahead and wrap up the show, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening. It was a blast. Shout out to B in Houston. Thank you so much for calling in with a good question. Um, I like the fact that this show definitely opens up the eyes of the listeners, and it helps us all get on the same page because there's too many times that We allow our relationships to be affected by what we don't know. So um, as I stated at the beginning of the show, if you guys are just now tuning in or if you are replaying this episode and you missed the live version, this show is all about bridging the gap in communication between men, women, it doesn't even matter. You have to communicate with someone at the end of the day. So this is helping you create healthier relationships, healthier forms of communication And being able to understand what's really going on instead of assuming that we all know, you know, let the guests tell it like this. So shout-outs again to our guest this evening, Will Mitchell with Will Talk Podcast. Please make sure you guys check him out, follow him, subscribe to everything that he has going on, and get you a house. Get you a house out in Houston, okay? Mr. Mitchell got you there, too. As I stated at the beginning, we are currently running a promo special on ads and commercials throughout the month of June. Please inquire for more information by sending your email to info at he said what network dot com so we can go ahead and slide you in on one of the shows and let the people know what it is that you do. What are you selling? What what services do you have to offer? subscribe to our network's YouTube channel by searching He Said What Radio Network and check out all of our shows all of the the wonderful content that we have for you guys you do not want to miss any of that check us out on Instagram at He Said What Radio Network Um, I can also be followed at underscore simply bree underscore and that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E B as in boy, R-E-E underscore. Make sure you go back to blogtalkradio.com forward slash he said what and download the episode in case you missed anything or find us on all music platforms like iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, and Apple Music, just to name a few. Next week, you don't want to miss the show. Next Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as I said, if you have questions, send us an email Info at he said com. Thank you guys so much, and uh, you have a good evening. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.